baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Californians cleaning up after weeks of deadly storms. We have the story. A man has died after an officer-involved shootout in southeast Kansas. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. A Kansas lawyer calls his client harmless, despite the death threats. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Plan on needing the windshield wipers on the drive to work this morning. May even hear a few rumbles of thunder, too. Our full forecast here in just a few minutes. At least 20 people have died in the storms that have been decimating much of California. Thousands of homes have been damaged after weeks of rain, snow, and mudslides took their toll. In the Bay Area Tuesday, some residents got a chance to assess the damage and clean up. It was already about four feet of mud in front of our back door. It's just a matter of getting this stuff cleaned up and uh, getting rid of some of the stuff I've been collecting over the 25 years. President Biden will visit California Thursday to see the damage firsthand. Last week, Biden signed an emergency declaration for 42 of California's 58 counties. The federal money will help pay for cleanup, sanitation, and repairs. Ukraine's interior minister and his deputy among 18 people dead in a helicopter crash. The state emergency service helicopter came down near a nursery school in Brovary, just outside the capital, Kiev. Among those who died, Interior Minister Denis Morastursky and his second-in-command, Yevgeny Yenin. At least three of the dead are children. 29 other people, including 15 kids, were hurt. It's not immediately clear what caused the helicopter to come down. Officials haven't made any suggestion of a Russian attack in the area at the time. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. A lawyer says a man charged with threatening to kill a Kansas congressman is harmless, believing that he has a special relationship with God and his weapons are, quote, meteors and plagues, not knives and guns. That's what a defense attorney argued Tuesday during the federal criminal trial for 32-year-old Chase Neal. Prosecutors say Neal became fixated on Congressman Jake LaTurner and threatened to kill him in a June 5th voicemail left with the congressman's Topeka office. But defense attorneys argued that Neil was also threatening everyone in the universe in the same call. And his concerns included witchcraft, unidentified flying objects, and his claim that a host of U.S. government agencies were monitoring him. Neil also said he wanted to represent himself, but withdrew the request in court Tuesday morning before the jury was selected. The judge ended the day early so Neil could think more about his request overnight, adding that she thought it was an unwise decision. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. A man is dead following an officer-involved shooting in Cherokee County in southeast Kansas. The KBI says deputies responded to a call of a man holding another man at gunpoint in Galena Monday night. Investigators say the armed man identified as 28-year-old Philip Dore of Falls City, Nebraska, drove off, leading deputies on a short chase. When he stopped, Doors fired a gun at deputies who returned fire. Door then ran into a wooded area where he was later discovered dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. No law enforcement officers were injured. 
Representatives from SpaceX were in Wichita yesterday touring various manufacturing facilities. Company looking to launch more satellites into orbit to bring high-speed Internet to underserved areas of the globe, including parts of Kansas. U.S. Senator from Kansas, Jerry Moran, arranged for the tour. He says it's a perfect asset to add to what people in Kansas do for a living. Wichita and Kansas have to work to maintain that status. And again, investing in businesses and industries of the future. Space is a great example. We can continue to be the air capital of the world. The company says it's important to continue work to manufacture the satellites because it can help rural communities access things such as telemedicine. KNSS News Time now, 7.05, five minutes past 7 o'clock. What a game in Manhattan last night, KUK State. We'll have highlights and reaction coming up in sports. U.S. about to reach its death limit. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now. 7.08, eight minutes past 7 o'clock on this Wednesday morning. The U.S. is set to hit its debt limit soon. As Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says the U.S. will hit its debt limit Thursday, requiring extraordinary measures to fund spending obligations until early June, she's asking for Congress to act. That could involve either raising the nation's borrowing authority or suspending it for a period of time. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says the U.S. needs to avoid defaulting on its debt. Everything would go up, and it would be really, really bad. While House Speaker Kevin McCarthy argues the U.S. needs to get spending under control. And we know where we're sitting at, almost $32 trillion in debt. How could you do this to a future generation? The White House has called on Congress to work together to get a deal done. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. Embattled Congressman George Santos is assigned to two committees, despite coming under fire for lying about his heritage, education, and work history. There have been bipartisan calls in his district for newly elected Republican Congressman George Santos to step down, and Democratic Congressman Richie Torres of New York said... He must resign because his ability to govern has been crippled by a complete collapse of credibility. Now, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is saying Santos is going to be allowed to serve on two committees, small business and science. But McCarthy has said he's always had some questions about Santos's resume, and he said if there is a concern, it should go through the House Ethics Committee. In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News. A man in North Carolina has died after a chase and a struggle with police. Raleigh police say a suspect died while in custody early Tuesday morning after officers used a taser to subdue him. Investigators say they approached what they call a suspicious vehicle outside of a sweepstakes arcade. Six officers attempted to arrest Daryl Williams and ultimately used the taser. The 32-year-old later died at a hospital. The officers are on administrative leave while the North Carolina Bureau of Investigations reviews the case. Tom Graham, Fox News. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News a couple of community-changing proposals are in the works. A couple of big things are, are the state mental health hospital is, is probably gearing up in Topeka uh, for full steam ahead decision. And then uh, and then working closely with Dr. Muma and Wichita State and KU, Kansas University on that on that downtown uh, biomedical uh, science uh, university. So that joint university will be hopefully uh, if they can put some uh, agreement there, then there'll be some work there. So we're we're a. Uh, kind of full steam ahead, so to speak, on uh, 
on, on those two things that would really be changing our community. Meitzner commented during his weekly chat with Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 7-11, 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. Well, the roadways are wet and slippery this morning. Visibility definitely an issue as well with the rain and fog and mist out there. So, yeah, we've got uh, <laughs> plenty of issues on the roadways this morning. Also a stalled out vehicle northbound I-135 pretty close to the ramp to 21st Street North. So watch for a slowdown there. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Good morning, Ron L. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How you guys doing? Good, good. Nice to see a little rain out there. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, yeah, nice to see some rain. And, of course, seeing a little bit of everything else elsewhere when it comes to the rest of the area. And literally getting these updates, you know, by the minute. Uh, when it comes to everything that's happening across the Sunflower State. I I do want to go ahead and get right into things, uh, just because it's mid-January, and the Storm Prediction Center actually just issued a marginal risk of severe weather, not for for Wichita, but it's still nearby, just to the northeast of Wichita. Includes cities like Emporia, I believe uh, portions of Butler County. For those of you that travel, I still want to let you know about this, uh, because later on today, a strong storm or two could be a possibility as this area of low pressure uh, continues to swing through uh, large hail as well as a brief tornado going to be a possibility so again this risk of a, se- a severe storm or two mainly to the northeast of wichita but there's likely going to be another uh, update from the storm prediction center uh, sometime around midday a few hours from now so just make sure that you're uh, continuing to get the latest updates when it comes to uh this wacky weather change uh, across the area for our Wednesday. Now, here locally, for Wichita, mostly cloudy skies today, not really seeing much sun, 60% chance of rain, pretty damp out there right now. We should still be able to warm up to a high of 57 degrees, but this is going to be our last mild afternoon for a while. An easterly breeze switching out of the northwest at 10 to 20 miles an hour, and once we sweet see that wind shift, this is what's going to uh, begin to cool us down. We'll see uh, our skies go from mostly to partly cloudy tonight there is going to be a slim chance of seeing a rain snow shower but after the sun goes down and once we get into the overnight most of our moisture here in the heart of the metro pretty much going to wrap up from there low of 27 degrees with still a a gusty wind out there at 10 to 25 miles an hour but once that wind switches out of the northwest high 45 average high today 44 so we'll still be close to average we're just not going to see 50s and 60s for a while that's all We, we just won't get spoiled anymore for a little while uh, completely dry on Friday, too, when it comes to our uh, partly cloudy sky. High of 48, and then 42 degrees on Saturday. Still looks like another system going to slide through, leading to a chance of snow and rain once we get into our Saturday. By Sunday, that system moving out, only being able to catch our breath for a couple of days before another one moves in. So we'll have highs still in the 40s Sunday, Monday. Then we're looking at another potential system that could bring some rain and snow our way by the time we get into Tuesday. So bottom line, it looks like we'll still continue to see this train of intermittent systems moving through, leading to some moisture, which is what we need. But what we don't need is the slick conditions. So we're also looking at the possibility of that as well. Right now, 42 degrees, a little bit of everything. Rain, fog, mist across the Wichita area could slow you down a bit this morning. Light northeast wind, though, at 3 miles an hour, and also visibility down to 2 miles. So, again, just make sure that you take it a little bit slower this morning. Hey, what is your rain gauge looking like this morning? How much rain have we gotten in the past few hours here? Yeah, in the past few hours, it uh, it looks like we've... 
uh, got a little, just under a tenth of an inch, or a, right around a tenth of an inch. I think that's safe to say. Uh, looks like uh, we're, yeah, latest update. Now we're on track to uh, see actually about two tenths of an inch. So, uh, Steve, Ted, when it comes to this entire system, uh, possibly getting up to half an inch of rain, but overall, this is not going to be a drought-busting rain. Of course, it's nice to, to see it, nice to get it, but it's not going to help with the drought at all. All right. Thank you, Ron L. The uh, KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. 716, Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Yesterday's high temperature, 60 oh, on the 17th day of January. Love it. Normal high, 44, but 60 for a high yesterday. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. I got out for a nice walk yesterday myself. I did, too. Yeah, good. But yeah. looks like it'll be normal now for the... Yeah, more, no, more like normal. More like for normal show, yeah. for January, which still isn't bad. January 18th on the state in 2005, the world's largest commercial jet, the Airbus A380 Super Jumbo, capable of flying up to 800 passengers, was unveiled in Toulouse, France. That's a that's a big boy. I, no, you've never been on one of those. Have oh you? No, 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 me neither. I've never been on those really big ones. Wow, my first time I ever flew was when my brother and I were in the cockpit of a a, a beach bonanza, mm. which is kind of like a well a carnival ride with a yeah with a, with a with a fan on the front of it. It was small. First flight I ever took was on a small plane too. <laughs> was, that's that's real interesting. Yeah, <laughs> quite at times. Hey, we've got a birthday today. Uh, Actor-director Kevin Costner is 68 years old today. Uh, not one of my favorites. I can't tell you why. Yeah, my mom doesn't like him either. Uh, there's just something about him. <laughs> and though, I do admire uh, the way he got uh, Dances with Wolves shot, because mm-hmm. I think that's a great movie. And he saw the he, he actually had to go, I guess, and push the studios or get the money himself to make that movie. Uh, I do appreciate that. Okay. For how many... Coffee is the first thing consumed each morning. Not for you, not for Jed. But for you it but is. For me it's pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Is it actually okay to drink, be drinking coffee on an empty stomach? Do you drink coffee on an empty sure, stomach? Sure, I'm doing it right okay. now. That's Dr. Byron Cryer, chief of internal medicine at Baylor University Medical Center in Dallas, recently told New York Times that it should be fine. Quoting here, coffee, even in a concentrated form, is not likely to cause objective injury to the stomach said Dr. Cryer, and much less at the typical doses in usual beverages. Dr. Cryer added, there's far more evidence for coffee's benefits than harms. So go ahead. Okay, there you go. Have a cup of coffee. You're in good shape. I'm in good shape. Drink up. It does give me a little bloated, uh, kind of an acid stomach. Does that count? I guess Uh, not. Well, maybe that's just your own personal battle. Just be. But I'm sure everybody else feels that way, too. Have a cup. 718. Yeah, have a cup of Joe. 718 in the morning, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And i tell you what, for all of my lifetime, I've been aware of uh, K-State and KU basketball and the programs, the great programs and players they've had. And it's always <laughs> the sunflower, whatever they call it, shootout. It's always pretty, well, not always, but usually a pretty good ball game. Last night, a dandy in Manhattan. Well, here's, here's sports with Ted. Yeah, they're both, yeah. both teams are in the top 15. Yeah. So it's not only a rivalry, it's an elite game this year between these two teams. And last night's first of two scheduled matchups between the two in the regular season did not go without uh, its proper due. It certainly was a good one in Manhattan last night. Number two ranked Kansas visiting number 13 ranked Kansas State. It came, uh, it went into overtime. So they played an extra five minutes and even the overtime came right down to the last two possessions. Who would execute? Who would not? Well, K-State was down by one and they got a bucket late. That meant that 
the Jayhawks had one more chance for a game-winning shot. You heard the action last night on the KU Radio Network, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Pettiford slaps it with the left hand, looking, looking, finds Harris between the rings. Here we go, final 10 seconds in Manhattan. Jayhawks down one. Harris being hounded by Carter, drives, lost the handle. It's on the deck. K-State's got it, and the Cats are going to win. Harris fumbled the ball, and they're storming the court in Manhattan as the Wildcats hang on to win in overtime, 83-82. to DeWan Harris, normally so poised, had the live ball turnover at the end of regulation and stumbled here at the end of overtime. And K-State has won it 83-82. to Yeah, like you said, at the end of regulation, they don't get a shot up. At the end of overtime, they don't get a shot up. Very unlike a Bill Self team. So both teams now have the same record. Both are 16-2. Both are 5-1, tied for first place atop the conference standings. K-State has not lost at home yet this season. 10-0 on home court. How about that? Uh, boy, the Jayhawks missed 23 three-pointers in this one. There's a story. Yeah, you make you missed, one. You miss one. Of, you make, make one. Make of. one more. You walk out of there with a win. Uh, the Jayhawks did have a 10-game winning streak. That has been snapped. Of course, you heard that crowd yelling in Bramlage Coliseum. It was a sellout. 11,000 fans on hand to see the Wildcats win after the game. Here's K-State head coach Jerome Tang. All the credit to, to Kansas. I mean, Jalen Wilson was incredible. Uh, they, they're an incredible basketball team and program and coach self. Um, uh, but tonight, we, we made one more play than they did in um, like I told the guys in the locker room, we only got one win tonight, okay? And so now we have to prepare, do what we have to do tonight, the next right thing, so that we can prepare to prepare to win the next one. All right. Kansas State with the one-point win in overtime. We'll be talking football tonight, the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show, the Kansas City Chiefs, hosted by the play-by-play voice, the Chiefs' Mitch Holtis. That'll be at 6 o'clock tonight on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Of course, the Chiefs are getting ready for their – Playoffs opener, hoping, hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars Saturday afternoon in the conference semifinals, a game you can hear right here on KNSS. Chiefs Kingdom show at 6 o'clock tonight over on KFH. The Wichita State women's basketball team is home tonight, 6 o'clock tip-off at Coke Arena. The Shocker ladies hosting SMU. Shocker women trying to snap a four-game losing streak. And in Juco men's basketball tonight, it's 18th-ranked Butler Community College on the road at Colby. Dennis Higgins will be on the air at 7.15 tonight with that game on KFH as the Butler Grizzlies are going for their fifth win in a row. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 7.22 now. Keep it here for House Call for Health. They say an apple a day keeps the doctor away, but it may actually be coffee. More on coffee. Boy, you have quite the theme is, going here this today. This is coffee day, I guess. That's on the way. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi-awarded radio show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 7.30 here on this Wednesday morning, 42 degrees. California police are investigating the brutal shooting and killing of a family of six 
Fox's Marianne Rafferty reports. A family of six, including a 10-month-old baby, gunned down in what police are calling cartel-style executions. One of those victims, just 16, Alyssa Peraz, was holding her infant son, Nicholas, as she ran for her life. Both were killed. Police say it appeared someone stood over the young mother and her child and shot them both in the head. Her 72-year-old grandmother, Rosa Peraz, was also killed in her bed as she slept. Other victims, including a 52-year-old man, a 50-year-old woman, and a 19-year-old man, Sheriff Mike Boudreaux saying the killings were deliberate and intentional and likely involved drugs and gangs and possibly cartel activity. Police are looking for two or three possible suspects. Wichita is trying to branch out, possibly become known as the air and space capital of the world. Yesterday, U.S. Senator from Kansas Jerry Moran and the president of SpaceX, Gwyn Shotwell, toured multiple manufacturing facilities here in Wichita so Shotwell could learn more about the process, talent, and workforce to help the company launch more rockets. It's a stainless steel machine, so lots of machining, metalworking, processing, finishing, integration work. And state and local leaders are hopeful the visit can turn into an economic boost for the Wichita economy. SpaceX is launching a GPS satellite for the U.S. Space Force. SpaceX's Falcon 9 rocket launching the Space Force's sixth third-generation navigation satellite into orbit from Complex 40 at Cape Canaveral in Florida. The satellite for the Space Force's global positioning system built by Lockheed Martin named Amelia Earhart after the trailblazing aviator. The Falcon 9's first stage booster will return to Earth and land on a drone ship in the Atlantic Ocean. Reps for Space Systems Command saying in a statement, the launch marks the 25th military code satellite introduced to our constellation, providing our satellite operators with highly capable and advanced technology to aid them in their mission. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission is going to consider its calendar for the year ahead. Commission Chair Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News. I think we're going to have a discussion about bringing President's Day back into the uh, into the holidays. There's a lot of a lot of con- a lot of confusion, but there's a lot of differences between the state and federal governments and county governments and city governments on what's officially the the, the holiday schedules or not. But we're going to try to cover that and and see how, what the majority of the commission feels about about adding that back in or doing something else. Meitzner commented during his weekly visit with Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. A former researcher accused of concealing work he did in China while employed by the University of Kansas will be sentenced today. Feng Franklin Tao was convicted last year of three counts of wire fraud and one count of making a false statement. A federal judge threw out the three wire fraud convictions but let the false statement conviction stand. Tao was accused of not disclosing that he was working for Fuzhou University in China while employed at the University of Kansas. Prosecutors are asking for a sentence of two and a half years, while defense attorneys are asking a judge to sentence Tao to time served. 7.33 now. Let's take a look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We're seeing occasional rain across Wichita. Could even have a few thunderstorms as we go throughout the day as well. Our high temperature 55 with a gusty southwest wind. Tonight, mostly cloudy, colder, our low 27. And with a clearing sky, it'll be breezy on Thursday with a high 44. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now, a rain, fog, and mist, 42 degrees. We have a northeast wind at 3 miles per hour. Find the comfort of a hat. Express your personality. Go to Hatman Jacks and find your own style. See why people from around the nation make Hatman Jacks their destination at the Clock Tower in Delano 
at Van Jacks. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. The fastest Corvette ever made comes out later this year, and it's Ooh. not powered solely by a howling V8. Oh, the E-Ray is a gas-electric hybrid, the first all-wheel drive version of the storied sports car. Okay, front wheels run on an electric motor, and the traditional 6.2 liter V8 powers the back. Aimed at affluent buyers, obviously, who want new technology in the top line. Chevrolet sports car, the one hundred four thousand dollar, hundred and four grand. E-Ray jerks your head back as it goes from zero to sixty miles per hour in two and a half seconds. Man, a little bit of G-force there. Yeah, but not in school zones. General Motors no, says boy. it can cover a quarter of a mile in ten and a half seconds. Yet engineers say the six hundred fifty-five horsepower system is simple enough for the daily commute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred four thousand. Gosh, uh, how many payments is that, and how big are the payments? <laughs> That's right. Got to get with the guy over there in this let's, cubicle, see if we can work out the, work that, out something before you leave the lot. Get out that pencil. Let me run that by the general manager, the sales manager. <laughs> 735, Stephen Taylor, Lamore here on KNSS. Hey, hey, so if I win Powerball, can I afford this? You probably could. Tom Heim from the Kansas Department of Transportation is with Stephen Ted again this morning. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Stephen Ted. Yeah, if you're in charge of the state highways around the area, and somehow you got a terrain today. How do you do that? <laughs> well, we need terrain. Sure. Uh, but uh, really, it's just interrupting the drive a little bit, and it looks pretty mild. Traffic seems to be moving pretty well through it. Yeah. So if it, what is it, when it comes to the uh, the state highway system here locally, are we uh, having any uh, uh, closings you want to announce, anything like that, or openings? What's going on? Of course. Of course, we have the North Junction project. Come oh, on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, there was supposed to be a closure today on northbound 235 exit to northbound 135, but they said that's only if it doesn't rain. Oh, so I don't think mm-hmm. we close that one today. We might luck through without that one. But on Saturday, we're going to have a closure from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, a couple of ramps will close northbound 135, the loop ramp to southbound 235. And then also that westbound K254 transition over to southbound I-235 will be closed. So they'll be sending everybody northbound on I-135 to either 53rd Street or 61st to do a kind of a turnaround and come back down to the north junction and exit to southbound 135 that way. Tell me, I know that another one planned for next weekend, but we won't talk about that. We'll talk about that one later. I understand it's a big deal going on here in in a few days that you and I are going to talk about on the air. Uh, but we, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, I sometimes I see crews are working at night. Well, what, what is the uh, criteria f- to, do, to do night work on the highways? Generally, those are our high traffic highways like uh, K96, I-135, uh, and US-54. A lot of times we'll schedule the contractors to work at night to just avoid those high traffic numbers. Yeah. And uh, generally inconvenience drivers a little bit less. When you're driving through a construction zone, uh, the, the, I know that uh, we want people to slow down because we don't want people, our, our workers, to get hurt. But uh, what are the uh, what are the fines on something on a, on a speeding in a construction zone? Well, it varies by how fast you're going, but they are doubled in a work zone. So if it if it's marked as a work zone, whether people are there or not working, it is that posted speed limit for the work zone. So. So, yeah, and a little bit of consideration for those workers in the work zone. We appreciate that. But oddly enough, most of the people that get 
injured in crashes in work zones are drivers. Oh, really? So <laughs> how's that work? Uh, well, they're the ones that messed up. Generally. Yeah, say they're going too fast, and somebody else has slowed down, and they bang, they hit them mm-hmm. or something. Wow, that's that's exactly it. We get that uh, speed differential, differential, whatever it is, difference in speed. Difference, yeah. There you go. Uh, and and that's what creates problems, and and we see that in in a lot of crashes. All right. Uh, whether it's at a stoplight or out on the highway, that the difference in speeds. Uh, we we would like to see traffic moving. All together at one time, kind of like ants, but it doesn't work out that way. Well, this new uh, 655 horsepower uh, Corvette, that's, they could probably slow it. doesn't say anything about the brakes on it. Uh, <laughs> it's just uh, run into a haystack like on Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. That's, that's how you stop. <laughs> so so are, you a, are you a car guy, Tom? You, I you, am not much of a car guy, and, and I, I don't see that car in my future. I just no. don't. Well, I don't either. I, but I look at the Corvettes over the years, and not many Our, of. I I picture Tom as more of the Sanford and Son pickup truck. Is that is that more your speed? <laughs> Always pulling a trailer and some junk. <laughs> yeah. Get a big dent, maybe you know, hot water heater in the back or something like that. Okay. Hey, Tom. Jad, what's up, Jad? Tom? This is Jad. I, I just got to ask you real quick. Uh, one thing I haven't talked about in traffic yet, but I probably should bring up, is we do have a power outage right now. Uh, it's down on South Hydraulic, and it's uh, basically right along I-135, uh, kind of between uh, the South Junction and uh, uh, the K-15 exit. That's the area that we're talking about there where we've got uh, a big power outage, about 1,500 customers without power there. I do note that the uh, the Witchway camera right there isn't working. That's, I mean, that makes sense. There's yeah. no power to it right now. Yeah. Uh, what about the electronic signs? Those are going to stay up, though, aren't they? Uh, not necessarily. Okay. There, there's a two-sided sign there at Hydraulic and on 135, so it may not be working. Okay. All right. We see that quite often. Uh, usually on 135, we'll get power outages. I think you've seen that before. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they come and go. So so our, our equipment does too. And there are a lot of moving parts on those equipment. And sometimes it's not a power outage. Sometimes it's equipment failure. So we're constantly having maintenance work done on them. Now, bottom line, if you're out there driving a car, get your lights on, low beams, and uh, make sure the wipers are going. And you should be okay if you pay attention, right, Tom? And buckle up. And buckle up, that too. Tom, thanks again for being with us, uh, as always. Tom Hine, Kansas Department of Transportation, with Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up, we've got a Wichita Business Journal update on the way. A Wichita company-owned business park in Topeka attracts a big new talent. Oh, that's on the way. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS 746 now here on a Wednesday morning. Three big things. Three. Representatives of SpaceX in Wichita. Touring manufacturing facilities. Two. In Cherokee County in southeast Kansas, a man commits suicide after shootout with deputies. One. Californians cleaning up after several weeks of storms with flooding, mudslides, and at least 20 dead. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. And just as we talked with Tom Hine about that power outage down in South Wichita, Evergy's saying that they've got the power back up, so things are working there again. Uh, the roadways this morning, wet and slippery due to all the rain that's falling out there. But be cautious. Uh, fog and mist also making things uh, less visible out there. Two miles of visibility at Eisenhower National Airport. And this morning right now, some really heavy traffic northbound on I-235 approaching Broadway and the North Junction. Things are running very slow there right now. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. We have a 90% chance for rain today with a high of 54 degrees. Mostly cloudy and cool tonight. The overnight low 27. Then for Thursday, mostly sunny and breezy. Tomorrow's high a little cooler. 43 degrees for a high tomorrow. Now we have rain, fog, mist, a northeast wind at 3 miles per hour, and 42 degrees. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch, several times voted one of the best bourbon bars in America. Call to reserve a table on the patio for lunch or dinner at the Monarch, 579 West Douglas in Delano. Members of the Wichita Police Department SWAT team and members of the Explosive Ordnance Disposal Team are conducting training exercises today. This will be in the 8,000 block of East Douglas near Rock Road. During the training, you may see an increased police presence in this area, but it is not cause for alarm. The training will take place from 8.30 this morning till 4.30 this afternoon. Probably get a few calls on it. What's all the cops doing out there? That's right over here. Yeah, yeah not too right far next, from right here. next to us, yeah. The 8,000 block of East Douglas near Rock Road again. Uh, it's a training exercise from 8.30 this morning till 4.30 this afternoon. Trading was uneven Tuesday on Wall Street. Stocks ending mixed as investors weighed mixed bank earnings. Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley's fourth quarter profits fell sharply due to a substantial slowdown in deal making. Goldman stock was the worst Dow performer after missing earnings estimates, while Morgan Stanley stock rose 6% after revenue and profit beat expectations. And shares of property and casualty insurer Travelers fell 5% following preliminary fourth quarter results that included an earnings miss and a large catastrophe loss following winter storms. The Dow winners, Chevron, McDonald's, and Disney. The Dow Decliners, Goldman Sachs, Travelers, and Honeywell. The Dow falling 392 points. The Nasdaq up 16 for its seventh straight session of gains. S&P 500 down 8. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. A nine-person jury has been seated to hear a trial that will determine whether Tesla CEO Elon Musk cheated investors by asserting in 2018 tweets that he had lined up financing to take the electric automaker private. The five-hour process set the stage for opening statements to begin today in the case. Let's take a look at local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Hills Pet Nutrition is one of the world's 10 largest pet food manufacturers, and it's planning to move its global and corporate headquarters to a Wichita-based company's Overland Park development. Hills will relocate from Topeka to a 100,000-square-foot office on Occidental Management's Asperia Campus by the fourth quarter. 
company announced. Attracting Hills as a tenant represents just the latest victory for Asperia. Occidental Management acquired the former Sprint campus four years ago. And back in 2021, started a $750 million redevelopment to make it a more outward-facing live work-play property. Uh, in addition to, to sizable multifamily and retail offerings, it's a 207-acre campus near 115th Street and Knoll Avenue, and it's been steadily adding corporate tenants up there in Overland Park. A former Wichita and the pre- previous leader of Boeing's defense business has joined the board of directors at Raytheon Technologies. Leanne Carrot has been elected to the board, the defense contractor announced Monday, around 10 months after departing from the role of CEO of Boeing's Defense and Space Unit. Carrot, a native of Derby, began her career with Boeing in Wichita. And that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. Ted, have you ever uh, have you ever seen that Sprint campus? I sure there? have, yeah. I have, too. That's it's been years since I've seen it. Acres, yeah. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. Big chunk of land big right there in Overland Park. A lot it's of kind buildings. of on some mm. hills. And apparently a uh, Wichita-based company, that's that's our development. It's nice to find use for that. Yeah, mm. hopefully yeah. this all that's a big deal. All right, it's uh seven... I can't believe Wichita owns that property. Somebody in Wichita owns that huge property up there in Overland Park. Well, they do. <laughs> 751 now, Stephen Ted and uh, today is National Thesaurus Day. Okay. It honors Peter Mark Roger, the author of Roger's Thesaurus, Mm -hmm. who was born on this date in 1779. In 1840, Roger retired from a successful career in medicine and spent the rest of his life working on Roger's Thesaurus of English words and phrases. Thinking up words that mean other words. The work was the result of decades of collecting lists of words and categorizing them. Much like a scientist would uh, well, yeah. collect specimens. Somebody had to do it. He did it. He did it very. He had it all figured out how to do it and, and got a method going. Now, in Roger's case, he collected words, not uh, specimens. First published the thesaurus in 1852. I'm sure it's been revised quite a bit since yeah, He then. had a lot of words rattling around up there in his <laughs> brain. Not for, you know. Well, this is a good idea. It's something that. People have used ever since. Yeah, I've got to, I guess it, I guess it was in high school. You know, they used to have the creative writing classes. I don't know if they still do, where you you, you took you, you were writing stories and whatnot. And uh, the Cesaris, when it went, yeah, I thought this thing is a gold mine. <laughs> oh yeah, it's terrific. And when you talk about people who everybody's trying to write something on social media and something, well, it's always pretty much pretty awful. Uh, <laughs> no punctuation. That is correct. Nobody goes back and proofreads what they've done, you know, and so it's, it could be pretty awful. I wonder what, what it would be like if people used the thesaurus and came up with other words. In other words, well, I mean, yeah. Just for instance, today is going to be a nice day. Yeah, nice. Which, which we all say all the time. Nice. Very What's boring. a good word for nice? See, you could go outstanding. Yeah. Pleasant. Pleasant. Beautiful. A, I got pleasant right away. Yeah. But that's what this is. Yeah, yeah, I know. Do you use it very much? I do. Okay. I've always found it's 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 fun. Sometimes to do that. I'm stuck for a word. I'm like well, that word's kind of boring. But then you getting on the thesaurus. Hey, there's a couple of words that are much more descriptive and better and sound a little more interesting. Mm-hmm. I think it, I know. I did, I used to have one on my desk. I don't think I have it anymore. I've got a book of quotations over there that I I don't use much anymore. But uh, yeah, the thesaurus. The thesaurus. It's kind of hard to say, but it's but you know what it's good for. If only there were another word for thesaurus, but there isn't.
That's the irony. Not one word for it. <laughs> thesaurus. Okay, uh, take another word. Uh, let's take a word. Uh, ugly. Ugly. Okay. What would be See, right away? You would think homely. Homely. Um, ooh, it's ugly. I don't know. Unpleasant. <laughs> unpleasant. Um, Unhandsome. Tasteless. <laughs> ugly. You can be. Uh, Re- anyway. Revolting. Revolting. <laughs> All right. But there are no other words for Steve and Ted. It's just nope. Steve and Ted. We are, we are unique. We're unique in all the world. All right. 7.55 now. Steve and Ted coming up in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted. Got a lot of, a lot of stuff planned oh, for you yeah, this yeah, morning. Yeah. In the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to have the latest uh, on cleaning up after the deadly storms out in California. Got an update on that. Uh, Ted has sports on the way. All right, Ted? Yeah, how about that game in Manhattan last night? Basketball action, KUK State. We'll have highlights and reaction. That'll be coming up in sports. Plus, of course, entertainment news. The Blur is on the way. Yeah, we're going to have some good audio for you on your entertainment news. It's The Blur. That's at 8.35 this morning. And traffic and weather this morning on the in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSN. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 